listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to grow your Teachers Paid Teachers store in 2022. Now this advice isn't specific to the year 2022. It's very much advice you could have done in 2021 and you certainly can do in 2023. But I'm just more saying, hey, First episode of the podcast in the new year, I want us to be thinking about what we can work on this year. How can we grow our businesses? And I have five things I want to talk about. And I'm going to keep this episode nice and short and sweet and to the point. I'm just going to dive straight into some tips that I think will help. So let's begin. Number one, my suggestion for you for growing your Teachers Pay Teachers store this year is to focus on product creation but for products that are actually going to sell. I often see people in Facebook groups and they say things like, oh, I've set myself a goal. I want to make 50 products or 100 products by the end of the year, something like that. Now, there's nothing wrong with setting goals like that. That's a great goal. It's something you can control. You can say, oh, I want to make 100 products. I'm not really taking issue with that, but I think quality over quantity is always a great motto to live by. And it's been something that I've been really kind of aware of recently. I mean, I have hundreds of products in my store and most of my money comes from a small handful of them. And I've heard these like folktale stories, like they're true though, of like these sellers out there, there are like unicorn sellers and they have like really small amounts of products in their store and they're actually massively successful. There's definitely someone I checked out once who had like 30 products in her store But they were all obviously amazing, like really great stuff. And she's obviously (laughs) earning insane amounts of money, which I know it seems weird because we seem to think that there's like a correlation between the amount of products you have and the amount of money you can make. It's true to a certain extent, you know, that if you have 10 products and I have 400, I'm probably going to make more money than you. But that's only to a certain extent. At the end of the day, there comes a point where it doesn't matter how many products you churn out. If those products aren't great, they're never going to sell. So... I don't want to encourage you to make products for the sake of it and to chase arbitrary numbers. I want you to focus on creating quality products. So I want to talk a little bit more about what I mean by that. I want you to create products that are truly going to bring you really great money down the line. So I'm talking being really intentional in what you make product lines, you know, where you're making lots of similar products and they're ultimately going to end up in a bundle. In general, bundles are a really great way to make money. They are big ticket items and that's where a lot of the money comes from. So that's a great thing to go for. Bigger expensive items in general, you know, stop making those kind of $1 products, those short products, those quick and easy ones. Make sort of bigger, more juicier, in-depth ones that you can therefore charge more for. So, you know, really big juicy ones. Also, you know, making products that are solving people's problems, like really hitting those pain points, hitting that nerve. A teacher's really struggling with something. How can you fix that? And how can you solve that problem? You know, making products that are really going to be wow worthy to them and not just like something that's like, oh, that's cute, but I don't need that. You want them to be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. I need that 
to fix my problem that I have. Just like an example would be, for, for example, I've got a few products in my store that are like cute crafts. I mean, that's great. That's cute. That's fun. But it's not something a lot of the time that a teacher really, truly needs. They might want a cute Christmas craft and that's great, but they need an actual writing unit. So I've, I've learned kind of a lot recently, actually, that it's better to make those products that are really going to solve a problem instead of just making things that are kind of cute because the buyers are going to be more likely to purchase. And then the other tips I have in terms of the whole quality product creation of things that are actually going to sell, just things that are really super niched to what you do, maybe super unique, something that no one else has done before, you know, you're taking a different approach, something that's kind of new or original and just in general, quality stuff, you know, really great clip art, really great fonts, just the best work you've done, the kind of most creative and original you can be, not just rehashing what everyone else has already made, you know, just being that little bit more original, I think can be really powerful. So in summary, that tip number one is for you to focus on product creation that is impactful, products that are going to actually sell and make you great money. That is my tip. My next tip is about optimizing what you already have. So number two, optimizing your best sellers. And I have talked about this on the podcast in the past. So this is gonna be a quick and easy one, but I'm gonna encourage you this year to set aside some time and prioritize making your best sellers even better, like turning your best sellers into better sellers, even better, the best of the best. So set aside some time in your schedule this year that you'll update covers, update thumbnails and update previews. And you can go crazy and even do video previews and more product photography and better titles and SEO and keywords and descriptions. I mean, you can change as much as you want to change, but The main goal here is that you are doing something to make your listings on TPT even better than they already are. That is a really profitable use of your time. You know, you've got a free hour here or there. Go and make some new covers. Go and make a new preview for something in your store. I promise you that's a really profitable thing to do. So for 2022, make that something you're going to work on. Commit to maybe one day a week will be the day that you optimize your bestsellers certainly what I do anyway. (laughs) Okay, number three, we've talked about product creation and we've talked about product optimizing what you already have. And my third tip just ties in really well with that. And I I think that you should focus on those areas I've just mentioned. And for tip number three, my tip is to step back from marketing, to really prioritize product creation and product updating and to spend less time on places like social media where you might not even be making much money they're just kind of time suckers so be mindful of where you spend your time that's my advice for you maybe you will just be a bit more strict with yourself that you won't scroll for hours on Facebook and Instagram you know on the teacher gram and it's not really growing your business if you're just sort of sitting there scrolling passively scrolling so a little bit of cutting back on that kind of thing but also just a little bit of a balancing act going on we all have with our trying to balance creating products and marketing them. I want you to commit to making sure that the majority of your time is actually on profitable things like creating products and optimizing them. And then, you know, scale back a little bit on that marketing. Just spend some of your time doing it. You know, you want to have that balance of the majority of your time is on the profitable stuff and the minority of your time is scrolling through Instagram. 
And just on that topic, maybe just pick one platform to focus on. Maybe you'll say that this year in 2022, you're going to grow your Pinterest. Or maybe it's going to be Instagram, whatever, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever social media you're on. Maybe just pick one. That will be the one that you really dive into and give your all because if you're trying to do all three of those this year, I can guarantee that in a year's time, you'll be coming back to me saying, well, Alex, you were right. I should have just picked one because I just kind of floundered all three of them. So think about where you want to be this time next year, you know, when 2023 rolls around. Wouldn't it feel good to have one of those platforms thriving instead of having three that are just kind of mediocre? So that's something to think about. Stepping back from marketing, being mindful of where you spend your time, not wasting so much time on it, and just maybe even just focusing on one of those things. For tip number four, I have mentioned this before. In fact, I've done a whole episode on it, but I encourage you for 2022 to invest in your business. And that can be time or money or both even better. If you don't really have the money to invest, then maybe you'll just commit this year to investing time into your business so that it can grow. And if you are in a position where you can invest in your business, then just do it. I won't get into a big, long (laughs) rant about that. You can listen to the whole episode about that. But basically, you want to be investing one of those things, ideally both. I actually find that investing time is probably one of the best things you can do. I've grown my business through the time I've put into it. You know, the years and years I've worked on this have grown it. Obviously, investing money is really impactful too, but you just don't want to be neglecting your business this year if you want it to grow. You know, the title of this episode is about, you know, growing your store this year in 2022 and things can't really grow if we just forget about them and leave them. So invest something into your business this year. I think that in terms of investing money, maybe this would be the year that you sign up for a course or a membership or a mastermind or a coaching opportunity. Maybe you'll just treat yourself to some nice clipper or sign up with some kind of subscription or buy yourself, you know, some equipment or stationery or something like that. I mean, there's so many things to invest in, but maybe you can treat yourself this year because you want to grow your business and that would be a really powerful thing. And this kind of flows into number five because number five, I'm going to be talking a little bit about things that require money. But number five, the tip I have is to scale your business. Now I'm throwing this one in for the seasoned sellers that are listening because I often give a lot of advice on this podcast that's really ideal for brand new sellers. So if you've been selling for like less than a year on TBT, you know, you're going to get lots of golden nuggets here. But sometimes it's nice as well, I feel, for me to talk directly to those of you who've actually been selling for a few years and, you know, you're not a brand new seller anymore. You want the tips that are going to help you scale and grow even just that little bit more. So For tip number five, I am going to challenge you to scale your business a little bit this year. And this is, if you're sort of at the point that I'm at, one of my things I really want to work on, I'm going to be looking into ads this year, you know, Facebook ads, promoted pins. That's something I'm going to be looking at a lot this year. Scary stuff, but maybe that's something you could look into. Uh, And another thing that you might be doing or thinking about doing as an experienced seller is outsourcing and hiring out. So maybe this will be the year that you hire your first virtual assistant, or maybe if you already have hired out, this will be the year that you just keep hiring. Like you've already dipped your toes in and you're like, this is it. I'm going to commit to this. This year, I'm going to really scale. I'm going to hire another team member. I'm going to outsource another project and just 
keep growing and keep outsourcing because that's really exciting. All of this scary stuff is really, really exciting. But yeah, like I said, very scary. And then another thing you could be doing uh, to scale your business this year would be email marketing. I think those are three things that are really great for seasoned sellers ads, virtual assistants and email marketing and email is just such an amazing and powerful thing. I don't need to go on and on about it. I'm sure if you've listened to episodes in the past, you'll know that email marketing is really great. So if you're a seasoned seller, maybe this is the reminder you need to start your list if you haven't already. And if you already have one, maybe this could be the year that you really challenge yourself to grow your list or commit to creating an engaged list that you actually email, you know, every week. So If you are a newer seller listening to this, I don't want to overwhelm you. This number five wasn't really for you. I don't want you to feel like you have to go and suddenly invest loads of money in ads and virtual assistants if you're not ready for that. But if you are a seasoned seller listening, I hope that maybe number five will motivate you to dive into some of that scary stuff or just really kind of commit to those areas. Because I think if you're at that point in your business, kind of similar to me, you've been doing this quite a few years, ads, virtual assistants, email marketing, Those are the three really powerful things you want to be focusing on. And they're things that I'm personally focusing on. So it'd be great if you could too. Feel free to message me on Instagram if you ever want to just chat about this kind of stuff. I would actually love to connect with more seasoned sellers. So don't be shy. (laughs) Now I promise that this episode would be fairly short and sweet. So I'm going to wrap it up now. But here is a quick summary of the five things I talked about today. Number one, focus on product creation, but making products that will actually sell and bring you money. So all that stuff I mentioned, product lines, bundles, big expensive products, solving people's problems, being really niche and unique and making really quality stuff. That is really important. So that's why it's number one. Number two, optimizing your best sellers. I'm talking new covers, thumbnails, previews, making them even better. Number three for growing your store this year, step back from marketing. Be mindful of where you're spending your time. And if you are going to do that marketing, maybe just pick one platform to focus on. Tip number four for growing your TPG store this year, invest in your business, whether that's time or money or ideally both. If you want to grow, you're going to have to invest something. And that's the cold, harsh truth there. And number five for growing your store this year, if you are a more seasoned seller, or if you've just been selling a little while, maybe this is the challenge you need to scale your business. Maybe you'll look into ads. Maybe you'll start hiring out. Maybe you'll focus on email marketing. Maybe those three things will be things that you kind of grow and focus on this year because those are the three big things that can really be impactful for seasoned sellers. So tip number five was for you. But those are my five tips for growing your TBD store this year. Now, before I go, I just want to remind you, I will put a link in my show notes so you can check out the coaching page on my website. If you are serious about growing your store in 2022 and you really need that direction, you want to know what to focus on and where to go, or you really want that one-on-one support or feedback, coaching will probably be perfect for you. And you can book a Zoom call with me if you want to just kind of chat with me, but you can also book an audit if you want me to give you feedback specifically on your store and your listings and stuff. But coaching is one of those really powerful things that can just kind of light a fire under you and really kickstart you into this year in an amazing way. So I'm excited to work with you if you'd like to. I will see you then. But overall, I'm really excited for 2022. Like I'm pumped. I'm excited to see what this year brings for everyone. I hope that you have a terrific 2022. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.